0: This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom.
1: In this week's podcast...
0: The first questions that we want to have answers to are questions in our lives. Because truth for us is always more valuable than truth for others. Right? So if I spend my life researching answers for other people's questions, I might have knowledge, but no experience in
1: that knowledge. I can say it, I can't prove it. Thanks for listening to this milestone episode of the Activate Podcast, a ministry of Journey Church International in Lee Summit, Missouri. My name is Brandon, and joining me today is Pastor Christian Newsom, and in a moment, we'll be discussing his final message in our summer series, The Parables of Jesus, where we've been studying the deeper meaning of the great teachings of Jesus. But first... We are excited because we have reached a a very cool milestone in this podcast. This is our 100th episode. Since January 2017, we've been producing this podcast as an extension of our Sunday ministry. Now we average a little over a 1,000 downloads per week, and collectively we have had nearly... 82,000 downloads. More important than the numbers are the stories of the lives that have been impacted by this podcast. In fact, one recent listener writes this, 40 days ago, I experienced an event in my life that brought me to my knees. I wish I had the time and the finance uh, finances for 99 sessions of therapy. Don't we all? Pastor Christian has provided that for me through... The Activate podcast. Have you ever sat in a church and felt God was telling you exactly what you needed to hear that day? That has been my experience through Activate. The Lord seems to tell me exactly what I need to hear through this podcast. I take notes um, in the notes section of my phone when Pastor Christian recommends a book, and I've been able to go to the library and further my healing. I have put into practice numerous things Pastor Christian has suggested and I am so much further along in my healing process because of this resource. As a full time working single mom who doesn't have a lot of free time, I'm grateful for this podcast. It's helped me immensely. Pastor Christian, I, I'd love to hear your reflections when you hear a story like this. What What does it do for your heart when you know that this resource is is reaching people in places that normally we may not ever be able to reach? Yeah, well, I would I would say this that,
0: you know, one story impacts my soul more than more than eighty two thousand downloads, right. more than a you know more than a hundred episodes. I mean, I I can't believe we're on our one hundredth episode and I'm glad our 100th episode has come in this week's message because this this week's message was basically listen figure out how to use your life hmm. for impact. I mean hmm. that that's the thought of this shrewd manager man figure out how to use what is around you for impact. And and that's what this podcast is. I mean it's not fancy is not high profile many times it's probably not even that good but it's what we have to offer to the world right it is it is our heart it is our direction it is our desire for application in the lives of our listeners and for one person to say hey it's it's helpful it's really helpful to me Um, man it's it's worth it's worth all the time we spend setting things up, all the time we spend discussing, all the time we spend shaping questions, answering questions. Um, I mean, that's the thought, to be able to take what you learn and activate it, turn it on in your life. So the fact that we've been able to do that, honestly, it's really humbling. Um, I had not heard or read through that story until you read it. Uh, in, and just glancing through it, uh, I would say hum- humbling is is the very best word for it. Uh, I'm, I'm really honored that this is Impacted anyone uh, because uh, you know my my heart without Jesus is is no better than the shrewd manager um, that we studied about in this week 's parable. My life without Jesus matters for very, very little, um, and even even my life with Jesus is me just trying to trying to do more, trying to do more of what might impact one person. Uh, for eternity so to so to hear that story and to and to pray that there are more behind it that we just don 't know and may never know until eternity, but it 's not important because it 's for Jesus, not us um, is is honestly kind of kind of mind blowing um, and it gets me excited for uh, the next one hundred uh, hopefully they 'll be better than the first one hundred
1: well, uh, this Sunday is the last message in our parable of jesus series and I'm sure it's hard to just pick one, so I, I'm I'm kind of anxious to hear what you'll say about this. Which parable has impacted you the most from this series, and why? Man, that's good. I'm glad I'm, I'm looking here. You put you know for reference, you put the the parables
0: that we've been through. Um, man, I I think I can I think I can pick a a few things from every one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the mustard seed to think um, that faith that begins so small can have such large impact, the wheat and the weeds, water, the wheat protect against the weeds um, the parable of the soil you know I've always studied and known the parable of the soils but to see the symptoms behind the soils was really eye-opening for me as a as a Christian and as a Bible teacher uh, this time pastor uh, Mike's message on the on the ten virgins and, and being ready this compassionate urgency I thought was huge the uh, the rich fool um, anytime I'm able to be reminded of the power of generosity The faith of generosity, um, the faithfulness of the tithe, uh, is incredible, um, you know, learning to pray, the parable of the talents, the golden buzzer that you talked about. Um, I mean, I, I could go on and on. This week, my favorite is the shrewd manager, right? It's You know, it's it's like um, when, I, when I played sports in high school, people always used to say, which one's your favorite? And it's like whatever season it is, just whatever one I'm playing is my favorite. Um, this week, probably the parable of the shrewd manager. But just living, living all summer in the stories of Jesus that had such massive impact. Uh, makes me want to learn how to teach and preach and share in a way that is memorable and impactful for
1: people who are seeking deeper truths and deeper impact. Well, let's talk about this parable, the parable of the shrewd manager. Um, From this story that Jesus taught in Luke 16, you reminded us that everyone has positional impact on somebody. Uh, The best way we can impact others is really by serving, serving them. Sadly, if we're not careful, Pastor Christian, we'll often look at our relationships with others and ask, what's in this relationship for me? Rather than, how can I serve you? And unfortunately, we can be very, very selfish um, by nature. So here's the question, Pastor Christian, and maybe this is too big of a question to answer in this one podcast, but how do we get rid of this? Because I know so many people just, they don't want to be selfish. They just are. How do we get rid of this or how can we, in other words, train ourselves to consider others more important than ourselves?
0: Yeah, well, I would first say this, y- you know, you um, you said often we look at our relationships with each other and 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 we ask what's in a relationship for me. Right. Most people are in relationships because they're getting something out of it because relationships are based around service. So, it, you know, we we can look at we can look at ourselves as selfish or we can look at relationships as educational and think, wait a minute, I am close to people. I give time to people. I think about people. I am available for people who bring something beneficial in my life. And and then I can learn from that. So how, so how do I get close to this person? How do I uh, gain influence with this person? How can I um, get this person to trust me, do all the things that those who you're close to do for you, serve them? How, how do we get there? Philippians 2 says that the attitude that was in Jesus has to be in you. He didn't consider equality to, with God something to be grasped, but he took on the nature of a servant. He came in human likeness, uh, and he died for our sins. We have to want to be more like Jesus. How, you know, how do we get the attitude to train ourselves to consider more others more important than ourselves every day? We have to try to think like Jesus. What would Jesus think in this situation? How would Jesus react in this situation Um, and try to have the attitude that Jesus had? It's not easy. It's a lifetime um, of study. It's a lifetime of habit. It's a lifetime of pursuit to get there. But every day, just try to have the attitude of Jesus who who didn't consider himself first because he was always considering others. I think
1: the most powerful thought from your message was was this— If they can physically touch you during the week, you can spiritually impact them for eternity. Uh, For the business owner listening, or maybe the engineer, or maybe the salesperson, what are some simple ideas that they can begin using this week to begin using their influence to have a spiritual impact? So here's what I would do. We're going to get real practical,
0: okay? Um, This is a point of my message, but I'm going to add some practical application to it. Go into the notes section of your smartphone and start a note with the names of the people you interact with most on a on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, um, and one note per person. So a note for Bobby, a note for Sally, a note for Mary, a note for John. So, so you have a place for them and their name. And then this week, just listen to their words, listen to their heart, and every time you hear them say something that they need, just write it down in your phone. Go to their tab, and, you know, John John this week needs peace in his marriage. John this week's worried about how to pay for his kid's college. John um, this week is struggling because his mom's in the hospital. Just everything you hear them say that appears to be a need, a struggle, a desire, or a want, don't do anything about it. Don't say anything about it. Just go put it in your phone. And at the end of the week, look at everything in your phone. Look at all of the areas— And then get yourself a really good Google search or a really good study Bible um, and go begin to look up Bible verses about those specific things. So spend one week listening and recording, spend one week researching and writing down what can help them spiritually. And then the third week, if it comes up again, I want you to say, hey, you know, I'm a Christian. I try to live my life by the teachings of Jesus. Not everyone does, but anyone who follows the teachings of Jesus is going to find themselves on the way to life. You mentioned the last three weeks, you know, your struggles here, your discouragement, your anxiety. Um, here's a little Bible verse that I keep with me about anxiety. Like you, you might just keep this with you. Anytime I feel anxious, um, I, I kind of read this Bible verse and it just kind of helps my heart. Um, may, maybe, maybe this will help you, um, you know, or, you know, I'm struggling with my teenagers and I have teenagers too. So I, I go to the Bible and I find Proverbs 22, six says raise up a child in the way that should go. And when they're older, they won't depart from it and just say, you know, I've been struggling with my teenager, but I'm a Christian. You might not be a Christian, but there's a lot of really valuable things in the Bible about parenting that, like, can give us hope when our kids are going crazy. Um, here's a verse. I wrote it down. I just want to give it to you. She's been mentioning this for the last couple of weeks. It just helps me to trust that, hey, kids between the ages of 13 and 25 may go off the rails. But if we've raised them right, man, Lord willing, um, they're going to come back. That's just something that helps my heart. And if you will begin to do that which means you only got one. And, and then the fourth week, you'll just have to rest because you'll be so emotionally spent from, from trying to minister to people. You'll be so nervous. Your hands will shake as you hand them that card. If you will take the first week of the month, listen and record. Second week of the month, do a little research and find the answers. Third week of the month, try to give one answer. And fourth week of the month, m- just rest from ministry fatigue. Just do that every month. You will find yourselves touching eternally those who are close enough to touch you physically on a daily basis.
1: Pastor Christian, the parable pointed out three things that we can begin activating in our life. They were learn to hear hearts, know the answers, and build eternal friends. Let's focus on know the answers for just a moment, Pastor Christian. What are some common questions we should be prepared to have answers for? So, good question.
0: The first questions that we want to have answers to— are questions in our lives. Because truth for us is always more valuable than truth for others. All right? so if I spend my life researching answers for other people's questions, I might have knowledge, but no experience in that knowledge. I can say it, I can't prove it. But if I start my life with my questions, and I, and I talked about our, our college kids, uh, who I asked our college kids before they went off to college, your favorite Bible verse, a story about why it's your favorite bible verse and how that can be used to impact somebody else what they what they were doing is they weren't just giving an answer they were giving their answer they were saying here's what's going on in my life and here is how this has deeply impacted me um, and i think it also might be the answer to to your question and i know that because i've lived through it so i think if if we would if and and listen we need to be able to answer questions that the world has I mean, from an apologetic standpoint, Scripture tells us, you know, the old Iwana verse, a workman ashamed, uh, a workman approved that's never ashamed. I mean, study to show yourself approved, right? To be able to answer every question, but with gentleness and respect. But more than answers, people are looking for experience. How did, How do you get through this? How does anyone get through this? And you can say, I can't answer for anyone. I can't answer for everyone, but I can answer for me. Because, you know, First Corinthians ten thirteen says nothing— has really nothing has come upon you that isn't common to man no temptation has come upon your life that isn't common to man and god is faithful he's going to give you a way out it's it's kind of saying listen everyone goes through the same things people's questions are about life and death they're about justice. They're about bad things that happen to good people and good things that happen to bad people. They're about worry. They're about, can I trust the future? They're about what happens after um, you die. They're about, what you know, what do you do when you feel all alone? What do you do when you're overcome with discouragement? What do you do when you're addicted? What do you do when your your marriage fails or struggling? What do you do when your kids go off the rails? I mean, ev- everyone has the same questions because we all live the same you know, life experience for the most part. So if you can answer your questions, you don't just have truth, you have experience shaped by truth that is translatable, not as a Bible verse, but as something that was healing uh, in, in your life. So not a medicine you give, a medicine you've taken that you now have the antibodies for because it's worked in your system, it's worked in your life. So I would say, answer your own questions first. And then after that, um, again, listen for the heart. Go, go, do a Google search. Bible verses about. Um, go to your mentor. Go to your small group leader. Go to a pastor. How do I find Bible verses about? Um, and then try to answer the other questions. But always, always start with your own, because the people you work with probably same life experience. People your kids go to school with probably same life experience. People your kids play sports with similar life experience. Age, seasons of life, um, geographic regions of life. Everyone kind of deals with the same things. So start with you answer your questions, be transformed
1: through those answers, and then just share that. Pastor Christian, deeply rooted in your life is the Word of God. It, it comes out all the time when you're in conversations with other people, when I'm in conversations with you. And as we transition out of our summer series, we're about to launch a new series that I'm absolutely excited about. Would you Would you mind giving the podcast listeners a sneak peek at this new series that we're about to launch Starting next week.
0: Yeah, so we're doing a a series called Foundations uh, and the point is and and the point of the series is why why you can trust the Bible. Why you can trust that the Bible is the word of God, why you can trust that the Bible is God's revelation. Um, so many times Christians are told what the Bible says and then they're told to do it. But there's this lingering doubt in the back of your mind of did God really say? Uh, Was that really God? I mean, go back to the Garden of Eden. The first question that the serpent asked Adam and Eve was, did, did God really say that? Can you really trust that? Are you sure he meant that? I mean, Satan, one of his greatest tools, not just to discourage Christians not to have hope and faith, but to, but to keep people out of the kingdom of God is not to keep them from hearing the word of God, but to keep them from trusting that the word of God is from God. Are you sure that was God? Are you sure God really said, "How do you know you can trust it?" And Proverbs says, "If the foundations are destroyed, I mean it, like everything um, comes to ruin. so the the foundation of our faith is the life and death and and resurrection of Jesus after his ministry. But the reason we knew it was Jesus is because these thirty nine Old Testament books of special revelation from heaven. So look for, him, look for 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 him. Here's who he'll be. Here's where he'll be born. Here's what he'll do. Here's how he'll die. Here's what he'll do after he'll die. Here's what his message will be. Here's how the world will follow him. Jesus, without the Old Testament scriptures, um, we, we couldn't have confirmed was the creator God's savior of the world. And then Jesus, without the New Testament scripture, leaves us with a void for how do we follow him? What does the community of Jesus followers look like? What do they do? How do they function? Um, So knowing that the Bible is the word of God, believing it, having reasons why. I don't just believe it's important for the faith of the Christian. I believe it's important for the toolkit of the Christian um, to to when your friend says, why would you you believe that? To be able to say, listen, I understand that that was written 4,000 years ago. And it wouldn't seem to apply unless the person who wrote it 4,000 years ago is eternal, which means they don't just exist in the past, they exist in the future, and they would never write in the past what they didn't mean in the future and, and every day in between. Um, there, there are just some things, I believe, that that really prove the Bible is a divine collection of thoughts with a central message about Jesus for the salvation of the world— and then for the transformation of those who are saved and then for the direction of life for those who are transformed and then the impact of life for those who are on a pursuit of Jesus and living in purpose for him. But it, but it, it really does start with, can I, can I trust the Bible? And we're going to talk for six weeks about why we believe that you can, why we choose to, we're going to give our reasons for trusting the Bible ultimately with every reason in the world, you're still going to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to believe God, Hebrew says. But he who has faith has to believe that God's going to reward him for that faith. So we're going to give the reasons we choose to believe, which I believe are reasons worth choosing to believe. And we're going to talk about some of, the, some of the things that we're told to believe that we don't like, some of the things we're told to believe that we don't understand, some of the things we're told to believe. But at this point, we don't have enough life and spiritual experience even to agree with. But how as we walk with Jesus and journey with Jesus, as Paul said, even those things you're struggling with, I just trust if you keep following Jesus, he'll he'll reveal in those areas you can trust him too. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal series. I hope our podcast
1: listeners, if they listen to the podcast but not the sermons, will turn, tune in for both starting Sunday, August 25. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to discussing it more in the Activate podcast as well. So, Pastor Christian, it's really been a joy to partner with you in this uh, podcast. And God only knows the impact this ministry will continue to have. So thank you very much. And we are so grateful that you've listened today. As Pastor Christian mentioned earlier, we are really humbled that you would carve out a few moments to download, push play, and, and listen. If this podcast has helped you in any way, would you rate and review us on the app that you use to download this podcast? This is really helped us get the word out about this resource better yet uh, share it with a family member share it with a friend or even a co-worker we look forward to catching you next time on the activate podcast where we challenge you to build a faith that is active
0: thank you for listening to activate with pastor christian newsome a podcast of journey church international if you are ever in the kansas city area we would love for you to join us for one of our sunday worship experiences you can find out more information about jci on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.